if we're running from the bear, that threat, the body is not going to put its resources to breaking down food. Welcome to uh, another Rest, Eat, Move podcast. I haven't been on one in a while. This is Matt Johnson, and uh, we have a lot to share um, from On Target Living, a lot of new things. A new website came out this week. We have uh, new content, new videos. Uh, we're recording the, a new podcast as you're listening. Um, but one thing I want to point out is we have this new section called FAQs, so Frequently Asked Questions. These are the questions we get on a daily basis, and we wanted to make it easy for people to see these, read these, uh, share these. So if you go to our website, in the bottom of our website is a FAQ um, link. You click that link, you'll see all of our top questions. And one last thing, if you have any questions, whether it's from this podcast, uh, another podcast, or just a general question, you can always send us a question at info at ontargetliving.com. So a lot of new things. We're really excited about it. I haven't been on a podcast in a while as I've been behind the scenes making sure these things are are getting to where they need to go. But for the next three weeks, we got a series that we're going to do, and it's going to be called Ask Chris Five Questions. Are you ready for this? I'm not quite sure what you're going to ask, but I'm going to be ready. I'm good. <laughs> so for the next three weeks, we're going to do uh, Ask Chris Five Questions on particular topics. And we thought it'd be a nice way to share the insight in how Chris thinks, or dad, and also maybe using some of those top five tips in your life to improve uh, the the topic we're discussing. So in week one, we're going to talk about digestion. And I think digestion is such a hot topic, but the more I talk to people and I ask them, do they have good digestion or bad digestion? I don't think we know how to answer that question. Um, there's a lot of ways to determine that. So we're going to dive into digestion. Let's start with something kind of simple. Um, this isn't your top five questions, but what is digestion? Well, like you're talking about right now, we did a podcast on the gut brain connection. So again, we, we talked about that in our last podcast, but today we're going to, you know, kind of reemphasize some of that stuff, but then get into a little bit more Again, back to what you're asking me, but digestion really is you when you consume nutrients, your body's breaking down and absorbing them. And if you're not using them, that's nutrition. Your body's going to eliminate them. And if your body doesn't eliminate it, that creates toxicity. So digestion is the consumption and absorption and elimination of food. Yeah. So when you think about, we talk about nutrition 101, it's number one is what are you missing? And so many people will say, I eat really healthy, but in reality, they're not maybe getting B vitamins or omega-3 fats or whatever it might be. And number two, even though they consume it, that's why we don't really like to promote nutrients in isolation because just because you take a nutrient does not mean your body's necessarily breaking it down and absorbing it. And so when you think of new digestion, so many people have digestive issues today. Again, we looked at, you know, you and I have been in the grocery stores and we've seen the digestive aisle just never ends. And you got to ask the question, why do we have such bad digestion? What is it? So, um, it, so it's digestion is all encompassing of taking in food, using that food, eliminating that food and everything in between. Yeah. So we, I talked about it a little bit last time is that it begins in the mouth and it ends in the anus and it's a 30 foot pipe. So, and it's a big deal because your health really 
begins with digestion. So if you're Health not having good digestion, you're going to have a problem in some other area. So again, uh, this is common sense, but how important is gut health? Everything begins in gut health. So if we're talking about cancer, inflammation, type 2 diabetes, weight loss, it's a gut thing. Or the gut's involved, right? The gut is, again, as the gut starts to thrive, then you start to thrive. So if you're having skin issues or that was me back in the day, I had a bad gut, but nobody ever addressed the gut. So they the addressed- skin issues, one of the underlying causes, again, asthma, gut. allergies. I mean, it just goes on and acid reflux, gout, it, it never So ends. I think the toughest question, and you're seeing a lot of money being thrown at it, marketing, but what does good gut health look like for an individual? So if I talk to John or Sarah, you know, and they're like, well, I think I have good gut health. You know, how do you know? And a lot of people are walking around, in my opinion, with poor gut health, but it's not even on the radar screen. How do you know if you have good gut health or bad gut health? Well, you have to start asking some better questions. So it's amazing when we do one-on-one, you know, coaching and the questions I'm asking, you're asking, who's ever on, you know, our team's asking, they look at you like nobody's ever asked me that before. My doctor hasn't asked me whatever. So I'm going to dive in because if I, you don't have good gut health, you're probably having all these other symptoms. So, so, so what are, what are some of those questions that where people look at you with weird faces? Well, ask them about the bowls. Okay. And the bowl, the first one is, like, oh, so tell me about your bowel movement. And they look at you like, a bowel movement? I want to, yeah. I mean, we're not supposed if, to talk about if that. my dog Floyd doesn't have a bowel movement, we're taking Floyd to the vet. So, so the first thing I'm asking him, so how many times a day do you eliminate? What does it look like? Is it soft? Does it look like a banana? Is it, are you constipated? Do you think people think it's normal because that's the only bowel movement they've had? Oh, Right. I've had people that, you know, I tell people you should have a bowel movement one to three times a day and it should look like a soft banana. When I ask that question, they'll go, I have diarrhea. Do you have diarrhea once in a while? No, I have it pretty regularly. Then I'm not having good absorption. It's going out quicker. If I'm constipated, then we might be missing things. And now you got it backed up. Poor, both are bad. Both are bad. So if you don't ask that question, what it is, the frequency, what's it look like? Tell me the color of it. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm like, tell me the color of your bowel movement. And so, so, and then you go into the urine, which it should be semi-clear. But if it's too clear, you're probably not eating enough food. Your body could, or if it's too dark, then I know I'm dehydrated. And then you get into the lungs. That's how you eliminate. You get in the lymphatic system. And then last is not least, as you can tell, through skin. So those are the five so, so eliminations. Obviously, we can look at a bowel movement or elimination, and that can tell us something. But what what's the what are potential feelings that people need to pay attention to? Obviously, you would know if you have poor gut health if you always have a stomach ache. What are some more subtle digestive cues? Well, I think people have, you know, they have excessive bloating. So I have excessive bloating, or if I eat a certain food, I can't break it down. I can't break it down. And so now, you know, I, gluten is a big deal. Well, we never talked about gluten 30, 40 years gluten, ago. Lectins. Yeah. So, beans. yeah. So the problem is, is we have weak digestion. And so if you have weak digestion, you can't break those down. Hence, we have all these allergies, food sensitivities. I don't even have my clients do food sensitivity tests 
because if they have weak gut health, probably being sensitive to everything. And that was me growing up. I was a sensitive to everything. Well, it was because I had such weak digestion. So that's really when you get the garden healthy, which is the gut, then you start having less allergies. You start having less bloating. You start having a better elimination. And then wow, my skin's better, my energy's better, I feel better. I Oh, by the way, the gut-brain connection, the enteric nervous system, now I have better mood and I have better sleep and I have everything that... So again, the gut is the main hub of the health. So since we're on this topic, before I get into the top five strategies for your gut health, um, you know, bacteria, microbiome, probiotics, prebiotics, symbiotics, why are these so common discussion fact, you know, points for the first time ever. Because is it confusing people? Yeah, yes and no. Um, It's good that we're having these conversations. And so when you look at the, if you looked at the whole environment of the gut, so a prebiotic is a, you're you're building the garden, that's going to be the soil. A probiotic is the seed. And then the symbiotic means both. So that's when you're talking about good and bad bacteria. So the gut is just full. The lining of the gut is just full of all these. We're full of bacteria. Full of bacteria. So that's why we play in the dirt. You know, as kids, you build up an immune system. That's what minerals are. That's that's why you play. And then your kids go to school. You know this right now because, you know, you have three young and they're, that's the immune system. They're exposed to other kids. And so that's how the gut, most of your immune system lives in the gut about 80 to 5% to 90%. Your serotonin then helps you feel good and makes melatonin, 80 90% is in the gut. So if we really get into now you're seeing more people talking about the microbiome, the good and bad bacteria, because now we're realizing. But it doesn't need to be so confusing. And it doesn't always, it's not just a one size fits all, follow the script and you're going to get the results. Well, you know, we, we get so many people have gut issues, whether it's IBS or acid reflux or more severe Crohn's, and they've been given stuff. Well, you know, I had a guy Band-Aids. the other day said, is Tums, a, is that a bad thing? I go, yeah, because when you take these antioxidants or proton pump inhibitors or whatever you're taking, you eliminate the digestion or the absorption in the gut. And they're like, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. You can see these stupid commercials where people are taking these things and they they're can eat funny. anything they want, right? So we have to under just get back to the basics. If I'm taking something, you know, back in the day, we used to always talk about this, you know, Alka-Seltzer. Why do they call it Alka-Seltzer? Because it's alkalizing sodium bicarb. So as you make your gut better, your alkalinity is better, you're going to have better everything, less inflammation, and the list goes on. So we try to keep masking a lot of these problems and and really realities you got to wake up and say why do i have acid reflux why do i have gout why do i have kidney stones all right so let's have some fun here so the what are your top five strategies for gut good gut health for you well you asked me about this and again it's a little bit you know to limit it to five but the big one i'll give you five okay give me five the the first one is i gotta i understand the nervous system because if i'm stressed I'm not going to have good gut health. Okay. So that's my breathing. That's my space. That's, you know, getting outside, you know, all that stuff. So I got my sleeping. We all know when you get stressed and this and that. And again, everybody, nobody's immune to it. So I'm always aware that if my nervous system gets out of balance, I need to bring it back in. And the big way to do that is through my breath. So nervous system, 
regulation improves digestion. Correct. So if, again, if I'm running from the bear, I'm not worried about digestion. So number one, right off the bat, has nothing to do with food. Very it has nothing to do. I got to get my gut healthy, and it does it through my nervous system. We Just think about that for a minute. If we're, if we're running from the bear, that threat, the body is not going to put its resources to breaking down food. It's, awesome. it's, it's running. Number two, it's got to be around hydration. And, uh, and a little add-on to the hydration. I'm really aware of hydration because it's, it's probably one of my greatest challenges nutritionally. So if I'm not drinking enough water, I cannot have a healthy gut. So you've been saying that for uh, 25 years. Is your hydration getting better? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I'm aware of it all the time. I put it everywhere. And I'm really aware that I got to fill this up three to four times. And I drink one of these at night. So I drink almost a full at night. I get up a couple of times and I drink almost the whole thing at night. So I'm trying, my target is for me is, is at least 80 ounces a day. That's, it doesn't always happen. And I'm really, what goes the water comes the lemon. So in the morning, and again, we're going to do a video on this, but I just, and I did this with your kids last weekend. I just juiced lemons and oranges and I take them and put them in a little cup. And we did this for the kids. We just put them on sticks and they had little orange popsicles. But nice. I put lemon in my water every morning. All right, number two was hydration. What's three? Number three is my uh, spirulina corella and frozen wheatgrass, chlorophyll. Chlorophyll's always top of my mind for gut health. So I take five ice cubes of wheatgrass every morning, and then I try to get in 30 um, to 40 tablets of spirulina corella spaced out through the day. So, so if I can get good chlorophyll in my gut, my gut's gonna roll. So why chlorophyll for good gut health? Because chlorophyll is natural detoxifying. So it keeps my gut, it keeps the garden full, you know, free of weeds. You're and you're, adding, you're detoxifying daily. You're detoxifying versus... daily. And it also helps to me to add good minerals, nucleic acid. But so I'm planting that good bacteria into the gut. All right. Number four. Number four is my oatmeal on the run. And I do this pretty regularly. Oats are a fantastic prebiotic. I put fruit in there, pre and probiotics, sometimes apples, bananas. Most of the time I put frozen berries or dark frozen cherries in there. And then I put cacao nibs, which is another great way to keep your gut healthy. Some type of plant milk, cinnamon, put in the refrigerator overnight. Fantastic for my gut health. So I am high like fiber. clockwork. Yep, high fiber. I am like clockwork. All right, number five. Number five uh, on your top five lists for so number five is i think of my gut as a washing machine so i have to move so if i want to have good digestion good elimination i got to move we know this with our animals when i take floyd out for a walk if he starts to move he's going to have his 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 bowel movement so uh, movement is a big deal for me mini trampoline calisthenics walking stretching but i'm movement is number five so if you drive in a car six hours a day or you're on an airplane, um, you really have to make an effort to move even more. That's one of the reasons why so many people are constipated. I used to work, and again, I used to be a truck driver growing back in the day, and I'd always talk to the drivers, and I didn't really know this at that time, but they're always constipated. They're always taking stuff. You know, Why wouldn't they be? They've evolved to not have not right. want to go the to the The only bathroom. way they could get a bowel movement is they would drink coffee. To help yeah. them eliminate. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you know, or some type of laxative. Um, 
But if you're doing, if you're moving your body regularly and staying hydrated and all the stuff we talked about, you're going to have good gut health and better elimination. All right. I love the list. Number one, manage nervous system, regulates digestive system. Number two, hydration, adding lemons. Number three, chlorophyll, spirulina, chlorella, wheatgrass, greens for number three. Number four is oatmeal on the run. Number five is the washing machine. Got to move. Um, I love this list. Digestion is, I think, um, the pillar for good health in general, mentally, physically. But, you know, like we talked about with uh, how do you know, um, you can't improve anything until you are aware that it can be better or that, um, you know, there's something to improve. So you got to ask yourself these questions. How are you eliminating? How do you feel? What's your skin like? And asking, is there an opportunity to improve digestion? As always, if you have any questions, shoot us an email at info at ontargetliving.com. We're trying to provide as much value and content and information. Um, I think health is important in everyone's mind, but as we get back to the being busy, going through the motions, I think we have to, again, focus on what are some of the habits, what are some of the tactics that we can do each and every day, these small steps to uh, feel our best. We'll see you again for part two of our three-week series. See you again next time.